What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. I'm Michaela Wickland. And we're so happy to welcome you to our little car for this Late Night Drive. We're thrilled. We're thrilled to have you in. And mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a spooky car. It's like a jet black Corvette because it's not Halloween yet. It is fall. It's fall car. F- fall car. Nearly fall. Nearly Is September considered fall? So... Not till September 21st, I think, is the first official day of fall. But, like, I feel like because we would go back to school in September, it's always felt like fall. Mm -hmm. And when we were kids, it actually used to get cool in September. And now it doesn't. I know. Even I think August used to think I used to think of August as fall. Yeah. So we're really getting deep in there. We're really getting late, late out there. And... Merc- Venus, Merc- what the, okay, give me a, s- you're doing so good, you could do this. Venus retrograde ended, but it did take one more, big one, possibly, a big one, I think, like, definitely, we, it's not, I don't know that it's, like, totally confirmed, but if it is, we always do this, though, we're always, like, it's just all the newslet outlets saying it, we don't know for sure, it and then it always is true. Because we said that with Ariana, we said that with Taylor. We were like, we don't know. Like, it's just on Pop Crate. It's just on TMZ. Yeah, but like, who is Pop Crave? Like, who is their source? When did Pop Crave become? That's what I want to know. And I was tweeting about that this weekend. And some people got like really annoyed with me. They were like, you can look them up on LinkedIn. It says they've got six employees, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you know what? That's not what I'm asking. Because they really That's came, literally not they what you're came asking. out of nowhere. And then one day I was like, oh, all of my news is going to be from Pop Crave. Right. At first it was like sort of just a little meme. But very quickly it changed. Very quickly Pop Crave became a big deal they came out of nowhere they came out of nowhere they did they really came out of nowhere and i think it's a really good question to ask and i think you're right to ask it and we don't have like often new news sources like new big we've had the same ones i feel for like so long which i think also puts into that a little bit like i don't know probably Mm -hmm. vice is not new but like newer than the legacy like new york times type well, New York Times is, yeah, old ass. That's some old ass shit, you know? Anyway, if you or your family has any information on where Pop, pa- on Crave, Pop Crave came from, don't tell us because apparently it's simple, but I don't want to think like that. No, I'm sorry. It's like Twitter is just so not even worth using anymore because it was always insane. And I want to be very clear that we've been using it for a long time. And it's always been a little bit insane, mm-hmm. but you cannot tweet. I feel like I'm like one of those stand-up comedians that's like, you can't say anything these days without getting kids you but you actually sort of can't tweet anything without people just deciding that you said something else yeah Uh, like it's crazy it's like they forget that it's 240 characters like i don't know what you want me how am i supposed to encapsulate i made a comment like a couple weeks ago saying that um i can't watch succession because like i base too much on color palette and it's Mm -hmm. so dark and gray someone replied being like oh my god it's such a great show what's wrong with you that you like don't like good shows and i was like i don't why are you so mad about this because i didn't say it was a bad show i'm making a joke 
people just being like, you think it's a bad show? That's crazy that you think the writing is so good on that show. Like, that's not what we're discussing. We're talking about blue. We're talking about too much blue. I said that Gilmore Girls is stressful to Mm. watch because it is. Because it is. I don't know who's sitting there watching that like it's relaxing. Mm -hmm. It is very stressful. Everyone on that show makes terrible decisions. Mm. It's very hard to watch. It's stressful. And I said this and everyone's like, wow, (laughs) way to just fundamentally misunderstand what the show is about. I'm like, I... (laughs) 240 characters. I don't know how you want me to encapsulate the breadth of the show in 240 characters. I'm just saying I find it stressful. Was Gilmore Girls our time? I almost feel like it was a tiny bit before our time. Was it not? It was like slight, slight, slight. But it was like 2000s. It was either very late 90s, early 2000s, like Friends or a little bit after um, Friends. Yeah, because I just never got on that train. I was never all aboard the Gilmore We were Bo- a little young Bo- for it when it was like out, but... I remember my older brother and sister watching One Tree Hill, and I wasn't allowed to watch it when they mm. watched it, but then I went back yeah. and watched that later, and I feel like it was around that type of era. That show is also stressful to watch. That's a very stressful show. Not all of it, but oh my god, do you remember when Peyton gets like locked in a <laughs> house with her yes! stalker? Yes! I was like, this is a turn. This is a crazy turn for One Tree Hill. Dude, I just don't... uh, I I don't understand why they make so many shows that are like secondhand embarrassment shows or like things that are like stressful to watch or like... Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to watch a show where I feel bad for everybody. Like, I don't want to watch a show where I'm like, oh my God, no, everyone's mad at her. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to watch like an unrealistic show where all of the conflict is from a misunderstanding that could so easily be communicated. Just shout like, no, you don't get it. He's my cousin. Like, don't just let him walk away. Just say (laughs) that and then like fix it and move on. Do you know how many plots would be fixed? All you have to say is that's my cousin. Yeah. That's it. Shout it. That's it. Shout it. Shout it even. But they just stand there frozen. They're like, oh my God, I can't even say anything. I can't say anything. It's like, you could though. You could. You could. You could. I hate miscommunication as a plot device. It really, really, really bothers me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think that maybe I'm a person who likes to... Well, I guess here's the thing, because I like and I understand your point about the color palette and you're not wrong about this, but I like I like Succession. That's a stressful show to watch because everyone's like terrible. Mm -hmm. But I also like like boy shows like Breaking Bad and stuff that are stressful to watch. Like, although I do get really pissed off watching that show because I'm like Walter White. That is a stressful show. I don't know how I watched that show. Yeah, I don't know how I watched it either because I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, poor Jesse Pinkman, like just is constantly going through it like yeah I think I didn't watch the last season I might not have I feel like they just kept it just kept going on and on and on I was like oh who cares God. he's still making meth like oh okay he's still making, he's still making meth. meth now he's making meth with Nazis yeah. like Walter at what point the people he makes meth with just get worse, get worse. that's like they the do. whole thing like Every when season. it was him and Jesse it was like whatever like don't do that it's bad but like whatever and then it was like Gus and them and then like if you watch Better Call Saul you're like you know what you know what Gus is a cool dude but even so not a good dude not a good man and then he spoiler alert stops working with Gus okay and um then starts working with Nazis and it's like 
I don't remember that. That's so and funny. And then, I'm sorry, and then people have the nerve to say that Skylar White is the most unlikable this, character in the show. We've had this so many times on the podcast. We talked about it. We've talked about it on four episodes, probably. <laughs> you are passionate about Skylar. I am. That's a perfect scorned woman episode. Fictional scorned women. We should do that because much to say. Yeah, I think we've said all we can about Skylar specifically, though. I, I so disagree. <laughs> I disagree. Wait, what's something else? What's something else? Okay, well, people are often talking about her and Ted and that whole thing. It's like, well, hmm. Skylar's bad because... Oh, uh, what cancer and then she cheated on him. I'm like, what was making methamphetamine even though he did not have to? He lied to her about it, put her in danger, right. came into the bedroom, was like, I am the danger, Skylar, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like being a dick all around. By the way, she's like pregnant, just gave birth to a, an infant. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. So Ted made her feel beautiful. What's so wrong about that? <laughs> And he did. I think I got to like, he was locked. This might have been the Nazis. He was locked somewhere and he had to make like <laughs> blue meth. Like he made the, pu- like somehow he made the purest meth. And people were like shocked <laughs> with how pure yeah. his meth was. So they wouldn't yeah. let him leave or something. So that's not, that is not the last season. Yeah. I think that that's like where I got to. Did he ever stop? No. Oh. No, no. He, he, no. He did it till he died. If he died, spoiler alert, does he? <laughs> question mark i don't know it's <laughs> crazy you know what was a good not boy media that i saw this week mm. bottoms so fun so fun it was a fun movie it made me laugh a lot and you know what i really appreciate about it is that it doesn't hold itself to being realistic it just flies good. free you know it lets itself have fun there were so many times where i was like oh this is gonna ruin the fun if they make this go in a way that makes sense and then it didn't go in a way that and made then it sense. Didn't. And I was like, thank God. Thank God. And that's that's what it means. And great cast. Loved it. Had so much fun. More movies should not make sense. I think that. I really think that. Because like, hey, yeah. we come here for magic. We come, <laughs> we come here for magic. <laughs> and the lights go down. Oh, my God. Um, I'm in a webtoon hole. You might have noticed. Yeah, I did notice. Noticed. I hadn't heard from Michaela in like 48 hours. <laughs> and I just assumed it was webtoons. I'll be honest with you. It gets so bad for me. I'm reading like maybe 600 chapters a day of webtoons <laughs> oh my God. and I have such bad tension headaches and I like my body's getting sore from just laying <laughs> it's so bad but I can't it's like stop. mother feed us they're so good like they're just so good is the thing and they they really mm-hmm. take me out of it and it's like once I start then when I stop I'm like what am I living for like what am I why am I you know what I mean no nope. which is healthy in the way that I think humans should be <laughs> I think that that's yeah. how you know you have a healthy relationship with something. Yeah. It's like, what do I live for without it? Mm-hmm. You know? That's not codependent, actually. Like, I think that's what it's supposed to be like. He rarely goes again thinking something isn't codependent. <laughs> <laughs> Call my ex's therapist. Here I go again. She will be like, I knew it. I fucking I knew it knew all it. along. <laughs> this bitch is codependent. Um, I went out this weekend, though, and... I saw! I stayed out until closing. What is that? Well, Two only, in the morning? Yeah, it's only two, but... That's still... That's good. I know, it was crazy. That's late. I know, and then we got home and we played with Sugar till 4 a.m. <laughs> A perfect night. <laughs> I'm really so proud cute. of you. Thank you, thank you. But I only had, like, two drinks 
over the course of that whole time. So I wasn't hungover yeah. either. That's the way to do it. And so that's where I'm at. I'm webtooning. I'm slaying. <laughs> How about you? You went to a lake house. I want to hear about your I lake did. house. Oh, the lake house was so lovely. Just being so honest. Um, nature? Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah. Nature is pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nature is pretty good. Um, I think let's like really just give Mother Nature her props here Mm. so at this lake house there was a little pond in the back that had obsessed with the pond real lily pads with real frogs in it wow it was crazy and just the little frogs would just hang out and you would be like hi frog and there it would be also it was like the blue blue moon super moon thing and it was so bright that i like Mm. had like the moon just the moon because there was no like bright lights i mean like i live in the city so i'm used to light coming in through my window in some way from the street light or whatever but like just the light from the moon on the lake was so bright i like it like hurt my eyes it was like daylight it was i'm not kidding it was so bright it was crazy um and it just made me feel so connected to nature and we we all just like got up early in the mornings and we like cooked breakfast and cooked dinner we we grilled Mm-hmm. How many days were you there? Um, like two, but okay. it was mostly just eating and reading. No, it was that's awesome. That's so fun. That looks like so much fun. I'm glad you did that. Yeah. That's important. I really, truly needed it. We also like did a ritual. Okay. What kind? We did a little ritual. What was the goal of the ritual? What was like sort of like a letting go of things oh. that don't serve us under this beautiful moon? And then we did tarot readings, and it was just a lovely evening. We drank wine, we sat under the moonlight, and we did tarot readings. Did you like burn stuff in the fire? Or was it not that kind? Totally, of- totally. Yeah, mm. we burned some sage, right. and like it was lovely. I do believe in being a little bit witchy when you can. Like I think that there's something to ritual in general. Like I. I don't know. Like, I'm not arrogant enough to say that I know how everything in the universe works. So I'm not saying either way if, like, magic is real or whatever. But I am saying that, like, whether it is or isn't, it's nice to just do little rituals. Did you see that post um, that went viral on Twitter that was, like, buying a potion or buying a spell from Etsy? And it was, like, if you buy this, you have to acknowledge that, like, no physical thing is coming to you. You are buying a spell. And, like, they had, like, five stars at that Etsy shop. Like, No, you couldn't buy it? I... This is going to sound so weird, but, like, I've definitely looked at spells on Etsy before. Have you I wanted any? to curse somebody, and then I Ooh. was like, you know what? I, this is just going to come right back to me, so I don't want this. Who did you want to curse with a spell on Etsy? <laughs> I'm not saying on the podcast. Okay, can you give me, like, a hint? Yeah. You- <laughs> I just thought... That was a really it, good hint. That was way better of a hint than I expected. <laughs> I was just so miserable. I don't know if you remember those like two months where I was like so miserable. And I was oh, like, wow. something has to be done. Something mm-hmm. must be done here. <laughs> well, that might be why there's like a peacefully dead bird out in my backyard. That gives like witchcraft vibes to me. Mm-hmm. Did you did you see that? My the the dead bird. Oh, your bird. Yes, yeah. yes, that was peaceful. But there was nothing like gory about it. You know what I mean? You know, it was like it's the circle of life and it rules us all. It was really quite pleasant. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's still out there. Also, need to congratulate you on the 365 days of soup that you <laughs> are journeying out and venturing to. That's huge. 
I had like, I don't know how to explain this, but once I got back from the lake, I was like, I need a project. And so I bought that cookbook. That's like the William Sonoma cookbook. That's like 365 days of soup. And there's a soup for, you know, sort of every day of the year. That 365 that, sort of yeah. days of soup. And so I was like, I'm going to learn because I cannot cook. I'm actually a danger to myself and others when I cook. But I was like, it's time because I just think that it would really fit everything about me if I could be a, a soupstress. I feel like I don't know if you can't cook. I feel like you have never really tried to cook. I don't remember uh, another time that you've been like, I'm going to try to cook besides like mac and cheese. No, I've food poisoned myself like several times. Wait, how? With chicken. I've un- I have not cooked well, chicken chicken's properly. chicken's a little bit more complicated. It's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Um, the soup was actually uh, hard also. It was supposed to be red. For some reason, it was not red. It was not, 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 even, not, not even sort of close to red. It was just sort of beige. I don't know. I don't but know what I did But that's the hero's wrong. journey. You're on a journey to 365 days of soup. You think day <laughs> one, it's going to be red? You think right out of the gate, red soup? You think right out of the gate, I'm going to do it perfectly? I did sort of think that. I was like, how hard could it be? It's hard it's it's honestly hard uh but you know what i love soup and it's gonna be getting chilly and i just thought it was a fun little challenge i'm gonna start doing it every sunday and then we'll go from there i wanted to ask you because of like sophie turner and joe jonas breaking up which i don't know if we need to discuss that because that was shocking to me but i want to know like who of every celebrity couple would be like the most shocking devastating like you can't believe it to break up i mean it already happened to me like you know oh, it was joe and taylor that was just so i mean world ending for me um i can't even really think about celebrity couples that i actually like care about like in okay, that I'll sort of way mine. oh okay let me see if this helps okay blake lively and ryan reynolds would shock <gasps> okay me. that mm-hmm. would shock yes, me they're married they've me. got their children like mm-hmm. a lot of these couples are married with children mind you so that is also shocking but that one that one would be wild to me Mm. none come to mind yeah. though yeah that would be the one um maybe nicole kidman and that country guy keith Ur- urban because i, I think that they're such, <laughs> that's the funny to me they're the funniest couple in the entire world and it actually would sort of break my heart if oh they, chrissy teigen and john legend that would surprise me mm, that, that would, would surprise me. me that would surprise me. i don't know if yeah. it would hurt really no i, I think i'd be sad okay. for them but <laughs> well surely just as an empathetic person but um I wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt in the way that like Taylor and Joe that that kind of hurt because a lot of like what I believe about love comes from things that she's written presumably about their relationship. So that was tough just in general. That's OK. Love is still real. Love is still real. Love even is if so it ends. real. We speaking of love, it's the strangest thing. Okay. That's a lyric from James and the Giant Peach, actually, which I watched on Saturday night when I got home from Margaritaville. That That's was a really so weird random of you to say. That's so random. wait so jimmy buffett died rip rip jimmy buffett he was pretty young um he was pretty young he was margaritaville yeah so he's like a pretty like cult favorite like musician he kind of had a cult a cult um where people would just sort of travel around the world going to margaritavilles and living the margaritaville lifestyle (laughs) and the restaurant is really funny i just went for the first time after he died so i'm kind of a clout chaser but um it's just covered in like sort of 
margarita themed things and like tiki bar themed things and there's like a billion drinks on the menu and they're all just so sugary and gross and they play only Jimmy Buffett songs and they play video of him performing at various concerts it's really weird but it does sound like fun that sounds kind of like rainforest cafe vibes maybe it's exactly rainforest cafe vibes in fact Mm. um and i'm sure the food is similar quality but anyways rip jimmy buffett unfortunately for some reason he was in um jeffrey epstein's sort of black book but i think it's probably just because it was an island okay the man loves islands you know Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. I don't know. I don't want to know. You know what? He Jimmy had no Rip. idea what kind of island it was. He was he just, just a 50 to year old boy. He was just he a was silly just a boy. <laughs> he liked to have margaritas and he wanted to have it on a new island. He was chasing the sun. What can I say? Why go to um, Bali? Why go to the Caribbean? Truly why? Those places when are sort of Jeffrey overdone. Jeffrey Epstein's island has nothing else different to offer mind to you. Nothing I can think of. <laughs> nothing Jimmy. <laughs> I could think think of. <laughs> no, what could be there? Wait, Nothing. I also love how Joe Jonas tried to immediately like put the narrative. Oh my god! And people did not buy it right. From and they were the like, start. "What did he do? Like, what?" He tried to get so ahead of it by being like, "Joe has been single handedly caring for their children the last couple months." While Sophie is out doing something else and he's on tour. I was like, girl, why are like, you saying up, this so quickly? Up, why are you already trying to do this? If you're getting ahead of it, like, now you did something bad. And we, sh- we will be waiting. And we will be Rip. in the stands. We will be in the studio? Mm-hmm. Stadium? Stadium. All I'm going to say is about something completely different is totally. just that... Margaritaville? James and the Giant Peach is a oh. really weird movie. Back to James and the Giant Peach. I just don't think I remembered it being so weird. I don't know why I had this hankering to watch it. I just needed to watch it, and it was so weird. We didn't talk about that at all in our nursery rhyme thing, right? Oh, that was Peter Peter it, Pumpkin Eater. It doesn't have any yeah. relation to Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater, does it? No, it's a it's a Roald Dahl um, um, joint. Um, is it, the, is yeah, it animated? Pe- Sort of. It's like claymation. Oh. It's like a, a really early um Tim Horton. Tim Horton. Bur- Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Tim Horton. Here's a who? <laughs> Tim Burton. It's like a, a really old Tim Jordan. Tim. <laughs> Anyways, it's really weird. And James's parents get eaten by a rhino and they don't explain it ever. They just say it. And then like, that's Ooh. like a, an established fact in the whole movie and no one ever acknowledges that that's weird it came out the year that i was born me too and you were born in 1996 mm-hmm. say we're the same age yeah yeah right and and in many ways i knew that <laughs> sometimes it's easy to forget but sometimes when something is said in a different way like yeah are we the same yeah. age yes were we born in the Were same we both year? Born <laughs> it's hard to say. How could I know? That's true. I think I have 95 vibes. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. But then yeah, like that would not that wouldn't add up. It just wouldn't mm-hmm. add up. It wouldn't <laughs> add up. It just wouldn't. Wait, I don't know what the 36 questions that lead to love are. You wrote this down and I Oh have, my god. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Oh, my God, I am once again thinking about this New York Times article. Well, there was this uh, modern love essay that 
someone wrote a long time ago that was like, to fall in love, do this. And it was about this study that the scientist did where he had two strangers fall in love like in the lab by asking each other these 36 questions. And I think about this all the fucking time because I'm like, do you think this would work? Could I... Have Could you tried to I sneakily make work these fall in? in love? I haven't. I really, you know, I haven't because I'm like, what if they catch on and then they think I'm trying to make them fall in love with me, even though I am. Yeah, but like, I feel like, well, I haven't looked at the questions, so I actually don't know for mm-hmm. sure, but... There are probably questions that you could easily work in conversations that would make sense to work in the conversations. Mm. And I really think we could go out on the field here and we could really like try it. We could be like three questions are the goal for tonight. We're going to work them in at some point. And then next time we're going to do, you know, like four questions. So the thing is, it's sort of like an it's a whole thing. And then you're supposed to look at each other at, at the end of it. You're supposed to look at each other in the eyes for four minutes straight. That Ooh, feels like a lot. That feels like a lot. That feels but like I really, a lot. I don't know. I'm like, I just have always sort of deeply believed that that, is, that would work. I mean, I guess, yeah, maybe. Wait, for our next live stream, let's do the 36 questions that lead to love. Wow. We can do, do you think we could do all 36? We can. We'll just have to rapid fire it. You okay. know, we'll just like <laughs> go for it. <laughs> or we could do it as the bonus episode instead. Maybe one of you out there has tried to do this. Maybe yeah. one of you has sneakily tried to sneak in the questions to love. But then does that person like also have to ask you? Yeah, because it's about sharing vulnerability with like, a, mm. you know. So you'd have to be like, by the way, my answer. You'd be like, you didn't ask when you answered You didn't that, ask, but, but I'm going to tell you anyways. <laughs> but if you had asked me that question, I would have But I do said. sort of feel like. Mm, I do feel like that's sort of how conversation does work, like often, right? When you ask them the question, they often ask you back. Often, not always. Sometimes I forget, but only because I think I assume you know that I want to know your answer too, and that you're going to tell me. Like sometimes I don't think that I need to ask because I'm like, obviously you asked me, so I want to know your answer too. Yeah, but you just never know on dates because like there's a lot of questions mm. where it's like, what's your, where are you from? Where like this place? What about you? But then sometimes you ask question and then you just like, they start answering and then it gets, I don't know. It doesn't always work. You gotta, you gotta really put it out it there. It dating confirmed hard. How about you? Have you been dating? Did you meet anybody at the club? Uh, um, <gasps> did you? No, not really. What? Not really. Did you flirt? A little. There was like an almost. (gasps) There was an almost. (laughs) This is the most exciting day. But I will say, I will say, there were a lot of really attractive people there, and I was like, you know what? I get why leaving the house is good for this. Yes, (laughs) yes. That's like it adds up to me now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because some of those places don't have hot people but then when you go mm-hmm. somewhere where there are a lot of hot people it's like mm. oh, oh this could be a good place i get it now i see what the people are out here for <laughs> that's funny okay well keep us posted you know if maybe you go on a date by the end of the year that would be huge god damn when you say it like that i'm like have i really not but no, I you haven't. You haven't. No. All year. All fucking. It's September. I gave you till June and that was six months. Oh, that's crazy that you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe if someone else found me somebody and then we did the, well, I don't, the 36 uh, okay. questions. Okay. 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 That's what we're going to do. Because like I need to find them. I don't know. Okay. 
Okay, I'll okay. I'll put my head together with mm-hmm. the LA girls and Brandy we'll present you some she, options. Yeah, I don't know. Brandy said she was going to try too. It's like, where's my list? Where's my list? Right, 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 right. I totally understand. Yeah, no, totally. I'm trying to think of who would I So see, I'm a allow. victim. I'm a victim. <laughs> You're, you are. You are. And you've tried really hard. You've made it very clear that sometimes that someone you should make me a list. I've made it very clear that someone should make me a list. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Um, do you think we should pull over? We could pull over because we actually have a great roadside attraction today. I see it over there on the side of the road looming at us. Beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. Pull over, <laughs> bitch. Get off the road. Get, Get off, off the, the road, road, bitch. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, so I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for, gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel like I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't have therapy as a resource. I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and you know your work issues or your friend issues, your relationship issues, but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix or things like phobias, anxieties, things that you feel like you have a lack of control over. Therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do. But I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy. And that's why I love today's sponsor, BetterHelp, because, uh, I mean, there are states in America even where... There's like two therapists that take insurance, you know, like it's really, really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does. And BetterHelp makes it super, super easy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give it a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest, whatever it is, with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LND. There are some stories about my mom's life that I truly never get tired of hearing. From hilarious to heartfelt, tear-jerking to plot-twisting, her retelling of events always brings me joy. Just in time for Mother's Day, I found the perfect gift that captures all her stories for my family forever. It's called StoryWorth. StoryWorth helps you preserve precious memories and stories from your mother for years to come. Here's how it works. Each week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question that you get to help pick. Like, how do you want to be remembered? Or, what was it like when you first learned how to ride a bike? StoryWorth makes the writing process a breeze. All your loved one needs to do is respond to that email with the story. Long or short, it doesn't matter. You'll be emailed a copy of your loved one's response as they're submitted over the course of the year. You'll get to enjoy their retelling of the stories you already knew or be surprised by stories you've never heard before. After a year of fun, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories and photos into a beautiful keepsake hardcover book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. I lost three of my four grandparents by the time I was six years old, so knowing that my future children and grandchildren would be able to get to know my parents on a personal level means everything to me. 
Families love StoryWorth. That's why it has more than 25,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot, with millions of stories preserved since they were founded over 10 years ago. Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash Ellie. That's storyworth.com slash Ellie to save $10 on your first purchase. Hey. Hey. <laughs> um tabbies what the fuck tabbies. is a tabby you might be wondering i you might be wondering also thinking that i didn't know what a tabby was really you the, were not aware of the tabbies it's probably a new york vibe type thing it is it is because that shit's i've not it's seen ugly that in LA. shit <laughs> but they're expensive as fuck so tabbies are these like style of shoe from are they margella i don't know they're hooves Right, right. But I was thinking of the sort of the designer. But um, so they're designer <laughs> shoes. They're like, I don't know about that, but they're hooves. <laughs> they're hooves. And they are sort of in the shape of hooves. And they come in many different sort of styles. There's Mary Janes. There's boots. There's now ballet slippers with little hooves. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to wear special socks with them. They're very strange. Uh, I find them incredibly ugly. They look like just little camel toe uh, for your feet. I had a pair of these tennis shoes that do these do that and a pair of socks gifted to me a while ago and i was like oh maybe this style will catch on in a while but i'm not gonna wear these but i don't know if they're tabby's brand they were fabby's i don't know they (laughs) were tabby's get it (laughs) wait is tabby's a brand or is it the style it's the style of the shoe like um, oh then i did have tabby's well i do somewhere Somewhere you've got some tabbies. You can sell them for $900. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah, so all that's to say, tabbies are these hoof shoes. And some (laughs) people like them. And maybe one day that's something that I could get behind. But I've tried and I still am not. It's just not really for me. But the reason that we bring them up today. Yeah. mm -hmm. The reason tabbies are being brought to you. Right. In this neon sign at the side of the road. (laughs) In the shape of a hoof. There was a TikTok, a shocking there TikTok. Was. Shocking. And I've seen shocking TikToks, and I didn't expect this to shock me with the audacity that it shocked me with. Right. And I think that as a society, mm. we have sort of come to a place where we're mostly like, you know, after the whole West Elm Caleb debacle, totally. people have sort of been like, you know what? Things that people do on dating apps. It's a privacy thing. Like, Mm. let's just like, let's not like expose people for bad behavior on dating apps unless it's dangerous. Right, 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 right. And so when I first heard this story, I thought, oh, surely this this is just not something I need to know about. Mm. Mm -mm, No, you are wrong. You are wrong. Delectable. It it was incredible. It was incredible. It was... (laughs) Never been done, never been seen. Mm, never done a that, never seen A whole new that. story, a whole new chapter for humanity, I would say. <laughs> this woman goes on a date. Man, she mm. meets on Hinge. So they matched on Tinder, but oh. a while before. And she had not remembered. She saw him on the street in Soho, and they made eye contact, and she thought right. it was a meet cute. And then he later messaged her on Tinder. Hey, did I see you in Soho today? So they went out. And then he was very insistent on seeing her again. He sees her again. He comes over. Um, they hook up at night. And then they hook up again in the morning. Um, and while they're like sort of laying in bed, mm-hmm. this man points to her sort of shoe rack. And he's like, oh, are those tabby Mary Janes? And she was like, yeah. 
And he's like, cool, I've always wanted a pair of the boots. And she's like, cool. Um, and then they you know, hooked up again. And then he was like, I want to show you this playlist on Spotify that made me think of you. But I don't have Spotify on my phone. So can I use your phone? And she said, sure. I mean, that's weird, but okay, sure. He can't find it. Um, she goes and like brushes her teeth, whatever, like gets ready. Um, and then she's like, okay, bye. And he leaves. And then a couple hours later, she's in her bed and she's looking over her shoe rack and she thinks to herself, where are my tabbies? Yeah. Uh, where are my shoes? Where are my very expensive hoof shoes? Where did and, they go? And I think the so, audience might have a guess as to where those tabbies so where they went. may went be <laughs> and may went be and at first she was like no i don't want to accuse this person like that that's crazy i probably maybe i put them somewhere maybe whatever so she like searches her whole apartment doesn't find them and eventually she's she tells this story and she's like i this man fucking stole my tabbies this mm-hmm. man stole my fucking tabbies but then the plot thickens it does it gets so much better um you might be thinking to yourself um so this guy stole her shoes that's weird it just gets weirder mm-hmm. um so then she posts about this on tiktok and um somebody he like i think messages her about this and he's like you don't have any proof that i did that like take the tiktoks down dude like whatever is like really upset about it um but little does he know that earlier that day somebody on tiktok was like hey um i think that that's my friend's um boyfriend like i'm pretty sure that's my friend's boyfriend and i think he just gave her some tabbies (laughs) sends her a picture of this girl wearing the tabbies wearing the shoes so she when the guy messages her can you take the tiktoks down you don't have any proof whatever she sends him the picture of his girlfriend in Mm. her shoes Mm -hmm. and he goes okay you caught me i'll give them back he goes i you got me he said ah you got me which is a crazy response and then and then she was like okay fine like if you give them back i'll remove the tiktoks she takes like a Mm -hmm. little picture of him giving them to her he's not really guilty ear to ear so funny she doesn't delete it and i love that she doesn't delete it why would she he stole her shoes (laughs) she's like a photo of the girl in her shoes you know what what went through his mind like did he think this will make up for the fact that i'm sleeping with someone else is he a did psychopath? He it? <laughs> did he search a girl, knew she had tabbies in her profile and was like, I'm going to find this girl and get those shoes for my girlfriend? Really, was it an act of love? Who's to say? Me, I'm to no, say. because It cl- wasn't. <laughs> yeah, the girlfriend was clearly not aware of this, was unhappy. Which... Unless she was. No, you don't know. <laughs> no, because they reached out to her. The girlfriend and her friend reached out to her. The girlfriend was like, tell me everything. The girlfriend did talk to her. Oh, she did? Yeah. I missed that part. That's crazy. This man is crazy. Why would he do that? Um, and I guess when he was going through her phone to like find the Spotify playlist, quote unquote, right, right, he right. had deleted their entire message thread so she couldn't find his number to and like get the fucking it. shoes back. That's so funny. It's so fun. It's so fucked up though, because like I would feel even if it's like a one night stand, blah blah blah. I don't have feelings for this person. I would feel so violated about that. <laughs> I just had sex with this person, and then they twice thieved me. They stole my very expensive shoes and gave them to their girlfriend, who they cheated on with with me. The tabbies, by the way, mind you, are like nine hundred to twelve hundred dollars a lot of the right. time. They're like expensive shoes. Expensive shoes. Expensive ugly so shoes. I'm sure the girlfriend was like, "Wow, <laughs> how did She's he like, get me these expensive shoes?" It's weird that they're not in a box, but I like but them. Thanks, babe. Mm-hmm. 
my god can you imagine that you found out your boyfriend did that i would i would be so humiliated like why are men so embarrassing he has to be like a psychopath he really has to be like a psychopath he definitely had no remorse on doing that and only admitted he did it because he literally got caught he was like cock damn bitch fine like, like ah. i'll get you the shoes back so she's <laughs> like and i would have gotten away with it too if Swipe it for no these meddling kids <laughs> like crazy he did have strong swiper no swiping energy yeah. though he did he did he had scooby-doo villain energy yeah well if you or a loved one has ever hooked <laughs> up with someone and realized something and nice we're you? missing let oh us God. know because this is probably not the first but it's the first i've heard in quite some Look, time i'll just say this i just would never trust a man who knew what tabbies were I just wouldn't. I don't think you should know what that is. I think men have weird man fashion and they're allowed to like love their man fashion and their sneakers and their kith and their stupid well, shit. Well, his whatever. girlfriend must have been talking about loving tabbies. Well, you know, <laughs> he has to be a sociopath to be like, oh, my girlfriend wants tabbies. Let me <laughs> let me do what I have to do. Anyway, we didn't Anyways. we didn't love it, but we loved it. And we're driving away with um a slight smile <laughs> but disgust. Disgust for sure, but also love in our heart, you know. We all and we always do. I I've always, we said always that about do us. We always do have love in our heart. We have a lot of love in our heart. Um okay. <laughs> beep beep again. Beep 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 back on the road. Hazards off. We're driving. <laughs> We got some questions from the audience just to put a little bow on this episode. Adorable. Somebody asked, I think this was aimed at you um, because you just went off Zoloft, although I have also gone off Zoloft. So, Slay, slay. Uh, why did you go off Zoloft? And have you found something that helps with anxiety besides medication? (laughs) So... I'm a big believer in the fact that medication is super, super helpful um, and it just makes things a little bit easier to deal with. It turns the volume down on the anxiety. It can help you if you're really in a rut and you really can't get out of it. But I also think like you don't have to be at your like rock bottom. You know, if medication is something that your doctor thinks would be good for you, mm-hmm. you know, you you are welcome to to do whatever you want to do. For me, um, I was taking it because I was not able, like I just was not able to like regulate on my own and like no matter what I was doing, like all the strategies that I had always used that had helped were just not working anymore. Like I was just hitting a point where I really needed extra assistance. And yeah, I think it can work for uh, anyone. I also think that like, yeah, for me, it was because I couldn't regulate on my own. Um, And it was really helpful for that time. And then when it stopped being as helpful, um, I we just talked about it and figured out a way to sort of wean off of it. So I'm almost off. I took some today because I was having real crazy withdrawals. I get crazy withdrawals from these things. Was it because, so are you saying it's because you were doing better or because it was doing worse? Like it wasn't helping anymore or um, you were fine without it? I was okay without it. And I think that it's one of those things that you definitely are going to need to monitor closely with Mm -hmm. a mental health professional. And we did a PHQ, which is like one of those like little assessments that they do to check your levels and like where you're at um, comparatively to when you started the medication and like that kind of thing. And like, 
I was just at a place where like I had gotten steadily, steadily, steadily um, in a better place and just like uh, just feeling a lot better. And like I was on medication for two years and like there's no you don't need to go off of it. Right. Like you don't need Mm -hmm. to. It's just that like I take a lot of pills. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it was just like if I can not take this, like I would like to not take it because I take so many already. Mm -hmm. So I stopped taking it. But it wasn't a situation where. I think there's a tendency, not a tendency, I think there's sometimes you have this feeling of like you start taking the medication and like three weeks later you're like, oh my God, I feel so much better so I can stop taking it. And like, no, honestly, like I was on it for two years. I was taking mental health medications for two years. Um, And I also on top of that, like really renewed, um, I learned new strategies Mm -hmm. for how to like calm myself down I got to know my own anxiety better um and ways that it manifested and different ways that like my mental illness um manifests itself like it's not like a cure it's just like something that's gonna help you when you need help so what yeah and your mental health changes like it does it really does up and down not like sporadic you can also be sporadic but like you can have years where you're worse and then years where you're totally. doing well so you know you're you're never stuck in being like one way for forever mental health isn't linear and like you're not if i one day have to go back on medication it doesn't mean that i've like failed or like anything like yeah. that it just means that like sometimes you have a little bit of a harder time right now i'm doing really well mentally like knock on fucking wood i don't know why i don't know what's different i don't know what i did um maybe your brain but the last it could have been that maybe just my brain is now formed all the way but yeah that my lobe my lobe is there she the lobe she's there uh and i'm not questioning it like i'm just gonna enjoy it while it's here that's similarly why i went off of it well mine was maybe more magic mushroom related and right that's possible But I was just like, I don't think I need this. I'm going to just stop. And then I did. And voila. But I think that wasn't really for your anxiety, right? Because you still take like anxiety stuff when you have anxiety issues. Oh, well, when I'm having a panic attack, like I still have Pam and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But Zoloft was, um, yeah, my anxiety was really bad. Well, Lexapro, well, I took Lexapro and then I took Wellbutrin and then I took Prozac and then I took Zoloft. And Zoloft, finally, I was like, I'm okay now. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Lexapro, by the way, the Lexapro Wellbutrin combo, as long as I could have taken that elite, that was a really good combo for me. Well, I'm just asking because the other question is, have you found something that helps with anxiety besides medication? But I just wanted to clarify, you still take something completely different from Zoloft for like anxiety when you have a panic attack. Well, when I'm having a panic attack, which is different from anxiety as a whole, um, I take... I will take like an emergency medication if I'm really having a hard time. Like mm-hmm. I, I take like a, um, a benzodiazepine when I need to, but like that's only as needed. <laughs> Sometimes during, <laughs> depending on the situation. But yeah, but but mostly I think there's a lot of just mental work you have to do. It sucks. It's exhausting. I wish my brain just magically wasn't anxious. But like there's just a lot of like learning how to check in with your body and learning how to name five things you can see and four things you can hear and three things you can smell and two things you can taste and one thing you can touch or whatever. Um, Like Mm -hmm. all those little things that feel silly, like you have to learn how to really lean into them and find things that work for you because... That's kind of the only way to 
the only way to go, man. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I've also found a new thing that works is bilateral stimulation. So what I'll do is take my phone and I just toss it from hand to hand mm-hmm. um, when I'm feeling really anxious. I don't know why that works. It does work, though. It's called bilateral stimulation. It's like really, that. It's actually very helpful because you're, you're fidgeting, but you're also sort of like doing something where your brain has to think about like both halves of it mm-hmm. are working. And, and so like you're kind of distracted from the anxiety. I do find that that works for me. So maybe... I don't know, just look into it. There's like a billion different little strategies um, of things that you can do. And also, I hate to say it, but exercise and drinking a lot of water oh, and just taking true. care of yourself in general. It's true. It helps. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's true, you guys. Like being in a webtoon hole is doing what? what's the opposite of wonders for my mental health. It's doing like... <laughs> Like, like horrors atrocities for my mental atrocities health atrocities to my mental, mental health. health because i'm not getting out of bed like not getting yeah. sunshine i'm not moving my body me and my iphone games That's i have to be good. really careful with the iphone games um but i will say yeah sunshine confirmed makes you feel better going on little flirty walks routine helps um living in a clean environment if you can is helpful all of these things fucking so hard although one thing i have learned that has helped me a lot and i've said this before on this podcast is like you don't have to like doing it you can just do it like Mm -hmm. you do not have to jump out of bed with a grin on your face at six in the morning and do a sun salutation and run six miles and feel joyful about it like you can be pissed off and like still do it because you know it'll make you feel better you know Mm -hmm. what advice do you have for someone that hasn't been in a relationship for a while years not months when it gets to the point where you feel like you're kind of defective or broken or something and then also this person is a guy and was like I don't know if you guys feel the same way about this and like if girls are just more comfortable with it but like if I feel like guys especially he was saying it feels bad um well first of all you're not defective Real, not real, how that works. Um, I can secondly, com- I can confirm. <laughs> confirm, you're not defective. <laughs> secondly, women obviously also struggle with loneliness and feelings of doubt and feelings mm-hmm. of being broken. I mean, I I feel that way sometimes. I don't ever feel that way. I don't. <laughs> you don't feel that way. You're never like, oh, there's something wrong with me because I'm not dating. No. No, I'll be like, oh, it would be, it'd be a good idea to probably date sometime soon. That's like the extent that my brain really takes it. Like I will have tiny, like random, maybe like 10 minute moments over the course of months where I'm like, oh, I'm a little lonely. Like it would be nice. Like it would be nice. So you really don't experience that. I, I've definitely experienced that feeling of feeling like, well, yeah, I feel like especially when I was younger, I felt like, oh, like in college. I yeah, like, I there think so too when I was younger, it, I did. Is there something wrong with me because I don't have a boyfriend in college? Which is like, um, no, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you're fine. But it does no feel that way. Ellie. No, you were fine. Um, but also like I think that there's a lot of emphasis on romantic relationships in the world. Mm-hmm. And that makes that's you know, makes sense, obviously. But also at the same time, like your worth is not determined by who you're dating or whether you're dating and like if yeah. it's not the right person then you don't want to be dating anyways well I just like I think it's very possible to not feel that way about yourself if you but it's hard because like if it's not a choice obviously that's like different so yeah like to, sometimes to, I feel like <laughs> 
Sometimes I feel like I have to, okay, you know how people are always like, you'll find it when you're not looking for it. And That's then not I'm like, true because you're on a dating app. Like, what do you mean? You'll be like, I wasn't looking for it. But then I went on this hinge date with Sam and like, like, we were in love. I'm like, you were, you <laughs> bitch are lying about not trying. You were trying. And then I'm always like, well, okay, so I'm, what am I going to do? Sit here and be like, actually, I don't want to be in love. You know, like, like, what, the universe is going to know my intention is that I do. <laughs> like, you can't lie to the universe. What do you mean? Like, you'll find it when you're not looking. You'll find it when you just give up entirely on being in love. Like, absolutely not. Never. That'll never be me. So, well, you know what? It hasn't happened to me. And I have like, I can, I feel like I can assuredly say I have not been looking for it. Like, I think I can with <laughs> confidence say that I have not been looking for love and it has not found me. It has you not. have to look for it a little bit. You, you know? do have to look for it a little bit. <laughs> I, I think that's really hard, though. And I think like oh, you just need to remember that anyone can be lonely and it's not because of your worth or like your value. And honestly, if a man came to me and said, I haven't dated anyone in years, I would be like, wow, that's the first attractive thing a man has said to me in a long time. Oh, my God. Um, do you understand how many okay all of my webtoons the male lead is this like virgin and he's like never been with anyone (laughs) because he hasn't had any interest in anyone else and he's like oh my god this is the first time I've felt this way stop being so judgy it's a whole job you know what millions of people millions of people I'm not judging millions of people Mm -hmm. get it they get it. And None they of your romance fantasy novels are like, oh, he's never been interested in women before. It's so crazy that he's interested in her. He's never liked, like, he's never cared about a woman um, like this. He's never cared about a woman like this, but he still fucks. Blech. And he knows that how to it. fuck. It ruins it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've had flings in the past, but they were never you. I oh. never wanted anybody the way that I want you. And I'm like, you're so right. You're so right. But also, I, I know I'm really good at stuff because I've practiced, you know. Yeah, see, that ruins it for me. That ruins it. I'm like, ooh, this whore, this slut, this whore slut. Oh, my God. You need to, um, anyways, uh, anyways, you're not defective. You're not. You're not no defective. one thinks that. I honestly no don't know that. anyone who, of all of the hot girls I know, I don't think any anyone of them would think that. Oh, nobody. And, and like, you... This is what my therapist always says to me. This might not be helpful for you because this always makes me feel a little bit like a narcissist. But like also she says this to me all the time. So it must be true since my therapist said it. But she's basically like, Ellie, like you could date if you wanted to. You could mm-hmm. just date someone. You could just date some guy. You could just pick someone and date them. Yeah. Um, and no, you wouldn't be happy because it wouldn't be somebody that like is good enough for you or that you love or that you're really into. Like you would just be dating to date and like – that's not worth it. Like, it's so not worth it to be in a relationship unless you're really with somebody that like, especially, and I don't know how old you are, but like, we're not, I'm not at an age right now where I want to be like, I don't just dating someone to date them. Like, yeah. if we're, if you're my boyfriend, I'm like, I would marry you probably at this point in my life, you know? Yeah, it would be nice. That'd be, I could see that at this point. That'd be, a, that would be an understandable journey for us <laughs> to undertake. Imagine. Can you imagine Sorry. if we like started dating someone and we were like, oh my God, I'm so in love. And then can you imagine if like two months later, I was like, I think I'm going to marry this person one day. <laughs> like, like not even let it set crazy. aside, set aside us actually getting married. But can you see us like being that in love? 
I feel like I'm such a stupid lover girl. I'm such a stupid, dumb little whore. I honestly do fall so in love so easily. I know, but it's been so long. Like, I just can't it's see been us. A long time, like, yeah. It's yeah. just not the environment I've seen us in for such a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time since I, yeah, but I did, I don't know. I think that, like, I like someone and then I'm like, I could see it. <laughs> I'm in. I'm down. Date. I could see it. I go on one date. I'm like, you're like, I don't really like him that much, but we could get married. Maybe we could get married. <laughs> like I could see it. No, like, I'm I don't so know crazy. if I'm really that into it, but like, I'm gonna keep giving it chances because maybe we'd get married. Maybe, maybe he's my husband. I don't know. <laughs> you see, and that, and that, that, by the way, that, by the way, that's living living is what you don't want to do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I'm a certified lover girl. It's a big problem in my life. I truly like believe anybody could be the love of my life that's mm-hmm. not true but at the same time i'm not gonna date just to date and you shouldn't either hold out hope for the right person um work on yourself yeah um find hobbies make mm-hmm. good friends have fun mm-hmm. live your life and be like a, a joyful presence to be around and the right person will find you yeah and we send you all of our hearts all of our tears no not tears well we like night well you know yeah you know send you our love our emotions our souls Mm -hmm. and yeah we hope you take it gently in your hand (laughs) i don't know should we do a traffic report all right our traffic report for this week is is i think we're gonna fall in love this week wouldn't that be be crazy if i pulled the lovers right now i didn't but that would have been crazy that would have been insane i wouldn't have believed it (laughs) maybe though i'm leaving the house a couple times i can see it for you um i pulled the eight of wands which is upright which is cool um okay yeah so the eight of wands travel things moving quickly sudden change (gasps) we're gonna move in with someone totally that's what it is (laughs) Um, I feel like with school starting, that kind of makes sense. Like things are going to move quickly. Things are going to change like travel. Maybe it's about that time. I mean, it is a holiday weekend. So maybe that's just you're traveling right now. So be safe. And also be it's telling you that you should travel. And (laughs) I do. Oh, my God. I haven't gone somewhere fun in a long time. The only trip I've done this year, well, I, I went to Colorado to see my family technically, but I've only done like mm-hmm. New York as like an actual like trip trip. Yeah, you I didn't like do go somewhere. anywhere. I know. I always go somewhere. I know. I'm so You're poor, such but a I'm travel poor. Queen. I'm broke. I'm poor and broke. Okay. All right. We'll work on getting that bag up and then <laughs> there will be an unexpected change Ooh. and travel. So maybe we'll get 20 more birthday pigs. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. We did lose one birthday pig. We did. And rest in peace. And we love you still. Rest in peace, goodbye. We're not going to be saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> but we do still love you. Yeah, we do love you. We get it. We get it. We get your heart. Yeah, we, we know get it. it's we hard. We understand. And it's we appreciate you supporting us. Thank you, you know? for ever being a birthday pig. But to yeah. the ones who've stayed, Katie, Curtis, Flower Pig, Nathan, and Maya, thank you for the dedication, the love you've shared. The fact that you still show up month after month. Oh, my God. Despite how treacherous it is in these worlds. And trust me, I know. And due it to is. the fact and that is. I'm poor. And we really, <laughs> you mean a lot to us. Just know that. Know that. We love all of you. We love all our patrons. And we also love people who are not our patrons. A little bit less, but no, I'm kidding. Um, we love <laughs> we love you all very, very much. We appreciate you listening. If you like the show and you want more show, mm, there's more like show. 20 bonus episodes over on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash 
Late Night Drive pod. Live streams, like uh-huh, eight uh-huh. monthly newsletters with questions. Lots advice. of cool stuff, yeah, honestly. It's um, and you can follow us on Instagram, Late Night Drive Pod, as well, where we ask good questions. If you ever want a question to be asked or answered on the show, that's a pretty good spot to uh, submit that. But I would say the best, maybe probably the best, par- possibly the only besides Patreon. So that, that's the yeah. only free option. Um, I love you guys. I really hope you had a great holiday weekend. If you're starting school this week, good luck. Best of luck. Um, we love you guys so, 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 so much. As always, have a good day. Have a good night wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Hope it's a great one. We will catch you on our very next drive. Thank you for coming oh. to Late Night Drive. We hope you enjoyed the drive. Okay, like a little bit of a new tune. You have to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-N-D.